up, everyone, and welcome back to a very special episode of the PewterCast. My name is Brent Allen, and I am here today because I've got something to say. Now, I've often over the course of the last season, maybe last two seasons, really, and into the beginning of this season, this offseason, I've often had something I wanted to say, but not really being in a place where I could commit to bringing the show back and doing the show properly. I just sort of let it go. Well, this time said, screw it. Look, I, I don't know how often I'm going to get out here and get to do one of these episodes. I'm not committing to anything. I'm not saying the show's back off of hiatus, but I know y'all are still out there. And I know that it's a lot of y'all. I mean, it, it, it's honestly, it's crazy. It's mind boggling to me. The sheer number of downloads that this show still gets. And we haven't released an episode since 2021. Like, oof. Honestly, that's about the only reason why I'm doing this right now. It's you guys. It's you guys out there that are still checking in going, you guys back yet? Are, are you guys back yet? So here we go. I said, I got something I want to say. So here I am to say it. The Bucks are looking pretty damn good this year, but I'm not ready to crown them the NFC South champions just yet. Now I can hear some of y'all out there right now. So man, this fool hadn't been on here since we won the Super Bowl, And the first thing he does is come out here and crap on the team. Well, if that's what you heard, then you heard me wrong. What I said was the Bucks are looking pretty damn good. Good, but I'm not ready to crown them the NFC champs just yet, or rather NFC South champs just yet. Not yet. I, I, I guess to dive into this, to, to what I really want to talk about, we've got to go back and talk about where this team has been. Maybe talk about some of those things that I've wanted to say over the last year and change, but never really got a chance to never really did. Let's go back to Tom Brady. Look, uh, we all know that Tom Brady's last year was off. I mean, sure. His numbers looked okay. And we probably could defend him as still being on point. Uh, we probably could say that he was, he was just as good as he ever was. Right. But you and I both know he was off. Something was just different about Tom last year. And I mean, how could he not be, I mean, dealing with the stuff he was dealing with in his personal life, the defense, the defense wasn't really hitting the same way as it had before. Not at least a few years under Todd bowl uh, prior, they were good to maybe all right. You know, they, they weren't beat. And the one thing we knew though, the one thing we true bucks fans knew was that this roster, the core of the roster though, despite all that other stuff, the core of the roster was still very good. If they could play up to snuff. I mean, let's face it. Mike Evans is aging and Chris Godwin is not a spring chicken anymore. I, I'd say Chris Godwin's probably should be in the peak of his career right now. Right. You know, Shaq Barrett's on a second contract. Vita Vea's in a second contract. Devin White's looking for a second contract. Uh, it's not a young football team right now, but it's one that's still really good if they play up to what we know that they can play. But now without a quarterback and absolutely zero money to bring one in, Jason Light gets up on a podium. I he would think he was at the combine. Maybe he was at the senior bowl and he said that they're going to be looking for guys for value. And I thought, oh Lord. We ain't getting anybody. And I was right. I mean, look, we were lucky just to resign Levante David and, and get Jamel Dean back. Everyone else that they picked up were either our, our old bottom of the roster churners, you know, the guys that go up and down off the practice squad to the active roster. And then people who are street urchins, people that the league was ready to retire. One of those people being Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield, who was brought in for what we were all told was a true quarterback competition. And what a competition it was, wasn't it, folks? I mean, it was back and forth. Maybe it'll be Mayfield. Maybe it'll be Trask. They both looked pretty good. It was going to come down to the wire, wasn't it? Wasn't, wasn't it? I mean, who are we kidding? We, we 
all pretty much knew that this was Baker's job to lose, right? Like it, it was Baker's job to lose, Trask's job to win. After all, all things being equal, Baker has the experience edge, right? And then there's all the other things, all the other noise of the offseason, the salary cap and how we're intentionally taking the hit this year. Ryan Jensen, is he back or is he not? The salary cap and we have no money. Mike Evans and his contract situation. Well, of course that's an issue. We have no money. The absolutely horrific events surrounding Shaq Barrett and his daughter. Condolences to the Barrett family, by the way. And no money. And a quarterback competition, right? Lots and lots of noise. Lots and lots and lots of distraction. But there was something else that Jason Light said back in his press conference in February. Along with looking for guys for value, he was asked what he expected out of this team. His answer both impressed me and sounded exactly like Jason Light at the exact same time. He said, he said, we expect to be competitive. He didn't say they were going to go win the Super Bowl. He didn't even say that they were going to win the division or make the playoffs. What he said was, yeah, we don't have any money this year. And that's on purpose. And we're going to be scraping the bottom of the barrel for players this year. Actually, he said, yeah, we don't have any money this year because we spent it and we got a Super Bowl out of it. I'd make that trade all the time. I thought that was a great line. But he's like, we're going to be scraping the bottom of the barrel for players this year. That's the price we're paying. And we're sucking it up and doing it this year. But despite that, Jason Light says we still have a good roster and we expect to be competitive. By the way, if you wonder why Lovey Smith got fired by Jason Light all those years ago, if you listen to his words, what did he say? The Bucks weren't competitive. I'll be honest, that word stuck with me. As I watched this team through the offseason and then through the preseason, I did my own season predictions, just like all of you guys did. How do you know? You're, you're a Bucks fan, right? You're, you're a fan. You make your prediction on what's going to happen throughout the course of the season. I looked at the schedule and, and I thought to myself, I, I said, I said, look, this could either go really, really good or really, really bad. I mean, when I did my season record predictions, I had the bucks, I had their ceiling. You know, th this is like the, the top, the, the best season I think they could possibly have like realistically, uh, realistically looking at the season. And I said, they, they could go 12 and five. I mean, there were 12 games where I could legitimately see the bucks winning, but I also had a floor for the season of four and 13, 12 or four. That's a huge jump because of those 12 games that I said, I could legitimately see the bucks winning about eight of them. I could also see the bucks losing. Like they, they really could just go either way. It depended on what team was going to show up. And that's a huge swing. And as a 25 plus year bucks fan, neither one of those two situations would surprise me. So all of that to say, if I'm being real honest with you guys, I came into the season very in the middle. I wasn't excited. I wasn't too low. Like I was ready to get back to football. Didn't have a whole lot of expectations out of this season, but I was interested to see if we could compete. People would ask me all off season long. They'd see my hat. They'd see my shirt. People would tweet me or text me or whatever. And they'd say, they'd say Hey, how do you think the team's going to do this year? Especially without Brady, right? Like that's the, that's the big question. And my answer was usually it could go either way. I mean, it depends on quarterback play. It depends on offensive line play. It depends if the defense is going to show up and, and perform the way that we know that they can, that they can perform. It depends if this new offensive coordinator is going to get some things moving, unlike what happened with our last one. And honestly, I thought John Ledyard brought up a really great point when he was doing his predictions. And honestly, I felt stupid for not even thinking of it myself because he was absolutely right. The team, while pretty good at all the starting spots, was very thin in depth everywhere else along the roster. So once injuries start piling up, as they tend to do in the NFL, this could get ugly real quick. So I depend. I, I add, depends on how healthy they can stay. However, neither the Saints 
nor the Falcons, nor the Panthers scare me this year either. So hell, you know what? The Bucks actually could win this division. And I don't think any NFC South team is going to sniff a wild card entry. So the division champ is really the only ticket into the playoffs this year. So I, yeah, I was kind of sitting there. That was very blase about the team. People say, how's it going? I, I don't know. I don't know. I could either see it going really good or really bad. And let's face it. What we saw in preseason didn't exactly light any fires for all of us, you know, but it did. It did make you go, especially when you saw the ones out there kind of go, this team could do it. I'm interested in that team right there. I don't care about the rest of these guys. I want to see these, these number one guys. All right. So that's how I entered in the season, right? Very in the middle, very blase week one rolls in and the defense. Oh my gosh. The defense just punched them in the face. The bucks and the, and the Vikings traded punches the whole game until the end. And then the bucks just wore them out and came out on top. And Holy cow. I thought the defense played lights out. Oh my gosh. I, for the first time since the super bowl, the defense looked like they were having fun out there. Baker in the offense. Yeah. They, they struggled during the half. They really did. Like let's, let's not say that it was a great game for them. That first half was very, yeah. Right. Uh, if had people kept saying, uh, tweeting, let Baker bake, let Baker bake. And my response was like, yeah, but somebody forgot to preheat the oven. Now that said the second half of the, the second half of that Vikings game, whew, not just Baker, everyone on that offensive line on that offense stepped up the offensive line. Kate Otten started flashing in there. Mike and Chris were doing their thing. They started running the ball at least a little bit, not great, but a little bit. And Baker, man, solid, just and you know what he reminded me of? Like, seriously, I, mean, I know, you know, we're not supposed to bring up this name. He reminded me of the good Jameis Winston that we saw for five years. You know, the Jameis Winston that would extend plays, the Jameis Winston that wouldn't go down, not the Jameis Winston that turned the ball over, but the Jameis Winston that we're all like, that's a fun, that's a fun quarterback to watch. Somebody's got a little attitude, you know, uh, somebody that, that, that fits in right here, right here in Tampa. He has that, he has that Buccaneer spirit. You know what I'm talking about? Ooh, Baker Mayfield's got it for sure. All right. That being said, uh, we all came out of that first game going, huh, not bad, but it's also the Vikings, right? Then week two comes along. It's the home opener. It's the bears and the defense picked right where they left, picked up right where they left off the week before they had themselves a day. Baker was sharp from the get go, man. He knew what he was doing. Mike came out and, and made a statement. I mean, Mike took that sticker off the back of his helmet and wrote a new one that just said, pay me on the back of his helmet. You know what I'm saying? Even the running game, the running game looked a lot better. Hell, even coach Bowles standing on the sideline, he looked more jacked than usual. Did anybody else notice that? You know what was happening? The team, I loved this. I loved this. During the week, the team was competing. I just remember this. The team was competing to see who could slide in the most Drake references into their interviews. Did anybody see that video from, from the Bucks that they put out? Oh my word, it was so funny. And we get to the end of the game and we all looked at each other and we went, it's a pirate's life for me. This is great. This is the Buccaneers team I love to see. They're loose. They're having fun. They're being who we know that they can be. And what's more, the national media is starting to sit, sit up and go, well, going on over there it's happening down down in tampa what like are they are they actually doing something because everybody wrote us off you know everybody did and now we're heading into week three to face the first true challenge of the year national tv because we all know how the bucks play on national tv okay no i'm joking i'm joking
looking, it is the Eagles. The Eagles are a legit team, folks. According to Vegas, I just looked this up, they are the fourth most likely team to go to the Super Bowl this year behind only the Chiefs, the 49ers, and the Cowboys. That actually surprised me. Uh, that's as of last night, Thursday the 21st. So how do we feel about this game coming up? I, I got to be honest, the fan in me always picks the Bucks. I always pick the Bucks. The realist in me, the, the analyst, so to speak, I'm not picking the Bucks. At the same time, I don't think it's as sure of a win for the Eagles as it felt two weeks ago. The Bucks do have some momentum. They have home field advantage. They don't have the uniform advantage because they're wearing red tops and white bottoms. Ugh. Shout out to Corey over at the play reaction. They also have the Baker advantage, you know, and I'm very interested to see do the Bucks compete in this game. I want to, I want them to win. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm a fan. I want this team to win the Jason like question, but can they compete against this team? I think the team can win though. I'm not writing them off. Like that's the thing. Like, like at first I would have just been satisfied with competing, but I, I think the team could, could win. I'm not, I'm not counting them out yet. I tell you what though, if they do win this game, they're putting the league on notice. They're going to have to come back all the rest of them. They're going to have to come back and rethink what they said about the bucks during the preseason. Hell, even, even if the bucks just don't all out win this game against the Eagles, if they do go toe to toe and stand in there and legit compete, take it down to the wire, bucks are going to turn some heads. Look, let's face it, right? Every team out there, every team out there saw the Bucks on their schedule. And this includes Minnesota and the Bears. Saw the Bucks on their schedule and went, easy win, easy win. That's the thing they're going to have to rethink. Now, that being said, I'm still a little trep trepidatious about this team right now. I'm not a full-on believer. I, I always come in here and shoot it straight with you guys. I'm not a full-on believer in this team. I don't think they're going to go super far, but I don't think that they have to go super far to at least make the playoffs to win the division, right? I'm not even saying that that's the goal. I'm just saying there's room to be impressed. I've covered this team for too long to know that you can't get too high or too low, especially until about week six or so, which is when you really kind of get to know what the team's going to give you that year. This is only week three, but I tell you, Baker is winning me over. He really is. It's not just... Oh, he's the guy that they brought in. Like I'm, I'm liking this dude. I'm liking what I'm seeing out of Baker. I like what he's bringing to the team. I like, I don't know. The team just feels different right now. I don't know that I can put my finger on it. Uh, right now I got to tell you, I still think the record is going to shake out about 50, 50, give or take a game or two on either side. Um, you know, so nine and eight, eight and nine, you know, like I said, give or take a game or two, that should be enough, or at least could be enough to win this division again, which is crazy. But I got to tell you after these first two weeks, how those first two weeks are shaping expectations for the Bucks season. I'm leaning a lot more towards that 12 and five record than I am the four and 13 record. It all depends on one word and it comes back to one word compete. Will the team compete and stand in there against the team that many feel will be representing the NFC South in the Super Bowl this year. Well, guys, that's all I got. That's all I got to say. Well, one, one, one more thing. And here I'm speaking from the heart directly to Bucks game day personnel, because I know you guys watch every episode here of the pewter cast, no matter how long it's been since the last one, I'm talking to you folks who decide decide what video segments are going to play up on the board, who decide what you're going to do during the possession changes, all those sorts of things. You guys are the ones I'm talking to make everything this week about Rondé Barber. Every chance you get put that hall of famers, Eagles catch pick six up on that video board. Every single chance you get let's revel in it. All right. That's going to do it for me. As I said, guys, this was just a special episode. I don't know when, or if I'm even going to be able to do another one of these, but Hey, stay subscribed. If you unsubscribed, resubscribe because you never know when something fun might pop up 
And to the folks who joined me on the live stream here, because I did go live, uh, Kyle and uh, Timothy, and let's hear you guys are the only two who commented and who made comments that I can see. Uh, so hello to you guys over there as well. Uh, you guys are amazing. You guys are awesome. And uh, until next time, folks, go Bucks.